Welcome back to the podcast, Good Deeds Real Estate with a Mission. I'm Diane Davidson. I'm here today with my partner and husband, Phil Weidecker of the Fine Homes Group team at, at uh, Keller Williams. And um, our first foray into product placement. I was there. So um, once a month, we're going to give you a little bit of an update. And it, it's, it's kind of like that old Led Zeppelin movie, The Song Remains the Same, because um, we are still in an inventory type market. And I believe... Diane, that, the, that this month for sure, we are now starting to see that the severe lack of inventory is, is having an effect on closed sales. We know this. There's no doubt that if we had more listings, we would have more sales. Mm -hmm. They're just, that is just the case. And so a year to date, we are just around 16, so some numbers to think about, around 16,000 closed home sales around 5,000 closed condominium sales. So 21,000 transactions, and each one of them has a listing side and a sales side, meaning there's usually a buyer and a seller for each one of them. Mm -hmm. And so that's a big number, and um, we're ahead on the condo sales, and a little bit behind, about five percentage points behind on single-family homes. You say behind year over year, like this month we have about a year to date. Yeah, we have just the November numbers, even okay. though we're broadcasting in December. We only have the November numbers, so closed sales. We are um, just a little bit behind. It's 4.2% 4, 4 behind on the single-family homes, and we're 6% ahead on condominiums. Year to date, right, Phil? Year to date. Okay, got it. Year to date, same same uh, same time. November, no, all of the year through November, I mm -hmm. guess is the better mm -hmm. way to put it. Yep. So, you know, essentially, I feel like the numbers are so close, and yet for those that have sold homes this year, they've benefited in a big way. I, last month, when we gave the reports, there were about sixty thousand dollars in equity gained. That's still the case. So we're about 60,000 on single-family homes ahead mm -hmm. of where we were last year at this time. 17, 17.5% ahead. So big number. Days on market, half. Standing inventory, about half from where we were last year. And from two years ago, there's about a third. So if you, if you were to say, how many houses are on the market? We are, stick with me, homes for sale, 1,380. Just Go ahead, question. Just a question. When you say half, to explain to people who might be listening or watching, half of what? Sorry. Well, so I say about half. That's on the condo side. Last year, right now, meaning the same time that this report was pulled, for the November numbers, there were 2,000 houses on the market. Okay. 1,380 single-family homes now. Okay. So that's off by a third. Two years ago, we were over 4,000 houses on the market. And two years ago, by the way, it was still an inventory-type market. Right. Yep. Ten years ago, there was about 10,000 houses on the market. Plenty to choose from. Now, you know, we're at 1,380. And condos, 330, 336 condos for sale right now. In the state. In the entire state. It's, a, it's really an unbelievable, and this time last year, this is the half number. There were 600. That's what I get. got it. So uh, we, are, uh, we are definitely in an opportunistic market for those that are considering selling. The real wild card in all of this is, is as we speak, it's day one of a two-day meeting that with the Federal Reserve this week, and they're going to need to make some kind of a 
decision as to what to do about interest rates in 2022 and what to do about tapering back on the buying of bonds. Um, so uh, my feeling is, is we're going to see interest rates increase in 2022. The question is when? I think the big bet is probably the end of Q2, the beginning of Q3. But there is pressure. Mm -hmm. uh, there's, there's definitely inflation pressure. And I think that is the wild card in this market in terms of what, what, what do we see if interest rates increase in terms of the buyers out there. Hard to know. Because you talked about affordability before, so maybe recap or, or um, talk about that if you can today with regard to where that stands today. So the affordability index is actually um, last year at this time, year to date, for single family homes, the affordability index was 130, Diane. Now it's 109. So it's gone down. Now what that means is this. Last year, the median priced home in the state of New Hampshire, as financed by the median income earner, could buy 130% of the median priced home, meaning they were overqualified. Mm -hmm. They're still overqualified, but the number is no longer 130, it's 109, so it has dropped. The affordability index is getting closer and closer. Now, I'm not sure if I remember this correctly, but I think last month's numbers it had gone down to 104. Well, and it's, it, it, the reason I bring that up is I know the client of ours just got a jumbo loan for 2.75%. So I think there's been a little bit of um, a dip in interest rates such that the index has actually flipped up a teeny bit. Am I right about that? I don't know. Okay. I so don't we'll know. what I can't remember last year, last no. month's numbers. Okay. I can tell you that, you know, if you take the affordability index for condos, it's gone from 174 last year. Yeah. Now, if you think about it, the reason that number is so high is because the average sale price, the median sale price, rather, is much lower for condos. So the median income is going to, you're going to be way overqualified. You can qualify at 174 percentage points. It is now 149. So it has also dropped. Well, also the condominium fees, right? So but that's including, that's including that's in, okay. that is included. Okay. So the point, the point is, is that the median income earner, can afford the median priced condo at 174 last year. It's now 149. Call it 150, right? Yeah. It's plenty of times. Yeah. Yeah, but it's dropping. Yeah. And that's that's only because prices are increasing. Yeah. Prices on uh, median priced homes have gone up 15.3% in condos, and I think I told you 17 and a half for single family homes. So, you know, it's been a it has been the best of times for property owners mm -hmm. in the last couple of years. Mm -hmm. Prices have gone up. But still, plenty affordable for buy for buyers, right? Yeah, it's it is uh, it is one of those interesting times because interest rates have been so low. It is uh, one of those interesting times where you say, "Is it a good time to buy?" Yes. Is it a good time to sell? Yes. How can it be both? Because of those reasons. Right. The rates. Yeah. Yep. The biggest takeaway for me is is that if you're thinking of selling in the spring. Take advantage now. There's 1,380 single-family homes on the market mm -hmm. right now, and there's still we're still seeing plenty of buying traffic. The foot traffic is a good indicator of what the future holds in store, and it's still up. And the number of offers, right? We see properties with 13, 17, 20 offers. So buyers are there are many disappointed buyers and you know, they buy something else. You know, we track the numbers every single day, mm -hmm. and so when we look at the overnights, we know that the activity is still there. What I mean by overnights is 
we look at the last week, but we update it every single day. Yeah. So we go back the last seven days because a seven-day window takes out the blips of the there's there's going to be a surge of listings Same. on the weekend and a Little surge cycles, of under yeah. contracts yeah. in the beginning of the week because there's usually a couple of day lag there. Right. Okay. And on the anecdotal side of things, this seems to be a time when lots lots of new buyers are coming into the market. I don't know if people are using the vacation time um, or they're doing that introspective thing they do during the holidays and kind of think about their living situation and you know get a little bit curious and thinking about change um, so we usually see usually this time of year see buyers coming into the market just kind of towing tow in and exploring and you know the spring market that we talk about really starts in January buyers really start looking in earnest in January and many sellers take their properties off the market for the holiday season or don't want to go on until you know months until April they perceive as, as spring so it's really great it is a great time to be on the market to be in front of all of those people. Um, we're seeing lots and lots of new people in the market like coming into open houses and, and calling on our listings. So that's been interesting that that hasn't, that hasn't changed. No question. Any other uh, words of wisdom to close out the monthly numbers? No, I mean, it, it is really a day-to-day, -day, as, as I've said before, it is a day-to-day -day monitoring of the market. I see no reason to believe that we're not gonna be here a month from now talking about the same thing. It's been a very repetitive market. So maybe just rerun this? Uh, no, we'll get, we'll get better numbers. <laughs> okay. Well, that's it. Thanks. You're welcome. So thanks for tuning in. Um, please be sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel or follow us on your favorite podcast platform.